Star Wars 7x7 episode 1890. So yesterday we talked about the production company's name Black Diamond for The Rise of Skywalker, but J.J. Abrams also gave episode 9 a working title, and we are going to re-examine that in light of what we know about The Rise of Skywalker now. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and just as a quick reminder about yesterday's episode, so Black Diamond, or particularly Carbonado Industries, was the name of the production company that was created for accounting purposes and whatnot for Episode 9, aka The Rise of Skywalker, but J.J. Abrams also gave The Rise of Skywalker a working title and that is Trixie, if you will recall from our discussion about this a couple hundred episodes or so ago. Trixie was stylized as lowercase except the IX in the middle, uppercase, of course, for episode 9. And at the time we talked about the potential explanations for what that might be about. Well, something has changed in the intervening time period, and it seems like it's worth a re-examination of that title. Now, as we talked about on yesterday's episode, there is definitely meaning behind the production company names and the working title names that are given to these movies. We don't necessarily know what it is, and sometimes we find out after the fact, like we discussed yesterday. In this particular case, well, we know that J.J. Abrams is a fan of horror movies. Look at the Cloverfield franchise, for example. And Trixie refers to, if you go into the horror genre, and don't worry, this is not going to be scary or anything like that, but refers back to a movie called The Crazies, which was done by George Romero back in 1973. And there was a remake of this movie in 2010, where Romero also served as executive producer. George Romero is the Night of the Living Dead guy. So, anyway, the deal with Trixie is that it was a biological weapon that got accidentally released into the water supply in a small town, and it made everybody crazy. But in particular for our discussion, the movie The Crazies actually centers on a group of people who are not infected and have to survive not only attacks by people who are infected, but also by people who are with the U.S. military who are trying to contain the outbreak and who have actually been ordered to shoot people on site regardless of whether they are infected or uninfected just to make sure that the infection doesn't spread. Now, at the time when we discussed this last, I had wondered if this was going to be an indication that the First Order's next weapon was going to be a biological weapon of some kind, which would certainly be a different way of doing things and would introduce a little bit of variety into the sequel movies and into the Skywalker saga in general. I don't think we've seen biological weapons in the Star Wars movies. But thanks to the D23 footage, well, it looks like we have our standard conventional laser-based... <laughs> massive destruction situation happening instead. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose it doesn't necessarily rule out the biological weapon situation, but be that as it may, it looks like we're looking at more of our conventional Star Wars kind of mass destruction situation. So the literal read is probably not the way to go. But I did mention as part of 
the description of the crazies that there are sort of three different groups here. There are the civilians who are uninfected, there are the civilians who are infected, and they're attacking the uninfected civilians, and then you also have the military that are attacking the uninfected civilians. And initially when we were talking about this, we didn't really have three populations that we were looking at. I mean, we had the First Order and we had the Resistance, and I guess you could have made a case for you know, other random independents or things like that, but nah, you know, it didn't really hold up necessarily. But we actually now have, since then, a potential third faction that could be involved that would be an antagonistic force, and that would be the Sith Troopers. And what little we know about the Sith Troopers is that they are an evolution of First Order and Imperial design, or at least that's what the Stormtrooper uniforms are, but as to who they are, what they're doing, and who they're reporting to, well, if they're Sith Troopers, then there's really only one of two people they could be reporting to, unless we're about to have somebody entirely new introduced into this whole situation, but Kylo Ren would be one, and some version of Emperor Palpatine would be another. And I'm saying some version of Palpatine because we still don't know yet how exactly he's going to manifest himself in Episode Nine. That's still a bit of a mystery. We have the Knights of Ren working under Kylo Ren, and it seems like Sith Troopers would naturally be allied to that situation, but Kylo Ren is not a Sith, unless he's going to decide now that he is operating on his own and he is desperately idolizing his grandfather, that maybe he's going to start to align with the whole Sith ideology. That's certainly a possibility as well. But ultimately, what it seems like, it seems kind of an interesting thing to consider to me, and I hope it is for you as well, is that you almost have two different situations that the Resistance is going to have to deal with. First is the traditional First Order military situation, and now, if there is a Sith Trooper, that does seem to suggest that, like other Sith-related people that have appeared in Star Wars, like, say, the Inquisitorius, for example, they have Sith powers, but or dark side force-using powers, and they are aligned with the Sith, but they are not necessarily Sith Lords the way you have a Master and Apprentice, the way we have, you know, Darth Sidious, a.k.a. Palpatine, and Darth Vader, a.k.a. Anakin Skywalker. But if this is, in fact, the case, if we're talking about dealing with a conventional, overwhelming military in the First Order, and a Sith-infused military with the Sith Troopers led by either Kylo Ren and or an apprentice, and or some version of Palpatine, well, then that makes the jeopardy for the Resistance even greater in the Rise of Skywalker. Now, there is a Stormtrooper Legion that's been talked about, and you could possibly make the mistake that the two are related, but they are not, and I want to add that clarification for you after the break. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Constant Contact, the premier email marketing solution for small businesses and organizations. I've used their service since 2003, and over the past decade and a half, I've watched them evolve, make the product simpler, more powerful, easy to use, and do everything that they can to help train people to use the product more effectively and for it to work with other forms of marketing like social media, for example. So. Check out sw7x7.com slash email to learn more about Constant Contact and start a free trial. Once again, that is sw7x7.com slash email for a free trial. Welcome back. 
So there is a reference to a Stormtrooper Legion called the Red Fury, or nicknamed the Red Fury. This is the 709th Legion of the First Order. And because of that nickname, the Red Fury, you might think, oh, maybe that's the Sith Troopers, but it is not. That is actually just a standard, well, sort of standard, First Order Stormtrooper Corps. And I say sort of standard because they were selected personally by Kylo Ren, so they are, you know, specific to him. I guess they are the equivalent of the 501st Legion for Darth Vader, but they are your typical white armored First Order Stormtroopers. They are unrelated to these Sith Troopers. And these are actually the troopers that are patrolling around Galaxy's Edge. And they are referred to briefly at the end of the novel Black Spire, and they are also depicted... <laughs> in Galaxy's Edge merchandise as well. So the two are unrelated, but yeah, it's uh, rather interesting to consider what these Sith Troopers might be all about and what they have to do with the whole First Order picture or even if they're going to be a separate entity unto themselves and altogether more dangerous than their First Order counterparts. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.